Would you like to 10X your productivity and stop feeling so overworked and overwhelmed? Welcome to the Extreme Productivity Podcast with New York Times bestselling author and Inc. 500 entrepreneur, Kevin Cruz. Hey, thanks for joining me. Kevin Cruz here, helping you to master your minutes. We only have 1,440 minutes in the day. And my goal, my dream is to get you so productive that you get 60 more minutes back to spend as you like. And you know what? I actually did a big survey, thousands of people, and I said, what would you do if you had an extra hour a day? And before I reveal the answer, what would you do if you had an extra 60 minutes in your day? Well, number one answer, survey says, read, which I would not have guessed. The number one thing people would do if they had an extra hour of the day is they would read more. Number two, exercise. Number three, sleep. And number four, spend more time with my family. So um, family comes in fourth, reading comes in number one. Today, we're going to talk about that sleep thing, which is obviously so important. Now, in the last episode, I talked about the great Rory Vaden's company and how they're using Mad Meeting Mondays to actually grow like a weed. They've doubled in size in the last couple of years. They're going to do it again. Today, I'm going to talk about five ways to sleep better from the new book called Sleep Smarter by Sean Stevenson. So listen, before I dive into this show, I encourage you to hop onto Amazon.com and grab a copy. It is so affordable. 15 Secrets Successful People Know About Time Management, my new book. One reviewer wrote me, RJ Kelly said, love, love, love your book. And Arfa Sayira wrote, I've already doubled my productivity and reduced the amount of time I'm working daily. Honestly, this is just amazing. And no, those are not distant cousins <laughs> or bribed book reviewers. Um, so anyway, I think by the book, this show is based on material in the book. Uh, I, every single day, people write in saying it has changed their life. So would you like to get more from your six hours of sleep at night? than others get from a full eight. And this is important to me because, you know, we all hear sleep is important, get eight hours of sleep a night. It's just not realistic. I mean, you know, I'm a single dad with three kids, juggling multiple businesses, trying to have some semblance of a, of a social life, you know, distant third. And eight hours of sleep is just not realistic for most of us. So I like to talk about sleep quality over sleep quantity, and that's why I love this new book. You know, sleep quality is the magic behind so many health things, like everything from effective weight loss to looking more youthful, decreased risk for cardiovascular things like stroke or heart attack, uh, better sleep is for lower stress, better mental health, improved memory. I mean, everything. It's like the secret ingredient to all the good stuff we want in life. When I interviewed hundreds of high achievers for my research on extreme productivity, many, many people mentioned that productivity starts with getting a good night's sleep. You know, we can't actually manage time. We can manage our energy, our focus, and attention. And in addition to things like using food as fuel, staying hydrated, sleep is at the top of the list to sustain our energy. So there's a new book out. <laughs> After you buy a copy of mine, buy this one, Sleep Smarter, 21 
essential strategies to sleep your way to a better body, better health, and bigger success from Sean Stevenson. And it teaches, you know, tactics and techniques to get the best quality sleep possible, whether or not you're getting a total, you know, bedtime of eight hours. So Stevenson offers 21 strategies and an, a 14-day action plan to implement them. Um, but I've picked out like five that are that resonate with me that I wanted to share on this short podcast. So strategy number one, get more sunlight. So ironically, to have a better night's sleep, you need to spend more time in the sun because the, the sunlight um, affects our circadian timing system, our built-in 24-hour clock. So it starts ticking when we get some sunlight in the morning. Um, letting us know that the day has started and it's going to start that 24-hour clock cycle. So ideally, you want to get some sunshine between 6 o'clock in the morning and 8.30 in the morning. It'd be nice to get 30 minutes of direct sunlight, and it's not... um, you don't even want to be using sunglasses because that filters out some of what you want. You know, ideally it's that morning walk around the block or walk in the park or drive to work, you know, um, uh, getting some sun in the morning, but that's ideal. If you can't get it in the morning, then at least get some sunshine when you take a five or 10 minute break, walk around your building at work or take a lunch break and go for a walk, get outside as much as you can. Strategy number two, Avoid screens before bedtime. I'm talking about digital screens. So cutting out, you know, digital screen time at night is really the number one thing we can do to immediately improve our sleep, according to uh, Sean Stevenson. So think about your TVs, the TV, the computer, your mobile phone. They all emit a blue spectrum of light that can trigger the release of these daytime hormones and will disorient our body's Um, preparation for bedtime sleep. You know, instead of releasing the hormones that say, hey, it's just about bedtime, these blue lights going to say, oh, must be morning, must be, must be daytime. So consider a screen curfew at least 90 minutes before bed. You know, put away that Kindle. Don't read your Kindle or iPad in bed. Don't be doing work from your computer. Um, Or you can buy, I think they're, they're very affordable, like again, on Amazon or somewhere, these blue light blocking glasses are going to be like nerdy looking glasses that you put on if you're going to be do- using screens at night. And then this is just hot off the press. Um, so I'm recording this in April of 2016. The new version of iOS from Apple uh, 9.3 has a feature called Night Shift. So you can go into your settings and enable Night Shift, and it will turn off that blue spectrum of light when you're using your phone or your iPad um, you know, you know, in the evening hours. So that's pretty cool. Third strategy, implement a, cur- a caffeine curfew. But that's a tongue twister. So listen, now I know you've heard this, but... Listen to the details here. This is important. Caffeine, as you know, any caffeinated drink, whether it's coffees or sodas, you know, they're going to keep you up at night, but you probably don't realize how big a problem it can be. So caffeine has a very long half-life from five to eight hours. And, you know, we all metabolize a little bit differently, but it's very long. So even drinking coffee six hours or more before bedtime can still have a big effect on your body. You're going to be going to bed Um, you know, even late into the evening, and you're still going to have caffeine in your system. Uh, In one study, participants consumed caffeine six hours before bedtime, and the physiological measurements showed that they lost an average of one hour of sleep at night. 
even though these people weren't aware of it. They didn't know they were losing sleep. Now, how can that be? So the idea, now this was, I suffered from this for a long time. I mean, back when I was young and dumb, working 100 hours a week, you know, I lived on coffee and Red Bull. And I would joke with people and say, oh, you know, I could drink a Red Bull. I literally would drink a Red Bull or a cup of coffee at 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock at night. And at 11 o'clock at night, my my head would hit the pillow and I would be unconscious. I would be out. I didn't think it was affecting me. And then a sleep expert got a hold of me and said, Kevin, first of all, if you're falling asleep in less than five minutes when your head hits that pillow, it shows you're overly tired. You're so exhausted. You know, you're, you're redlining it. But he says, second of all, when we go to sleep, we've got the, the sleep cycles from that shallow sleep, which is our REM sleep, our dream sleep down into deep sleep. And it's that deep sleep that is restorative, that anchors memories, that all that good stuff is happening. And he says, listen, you're passing out, but all that caffeine in your body is keeping you up into a shallower level of sleep. You're not consciously aware of it, but you're you're not reaching enough of that deep sleep. And and absolutely, you know, that's the case where I would sleep for six, seven, eight hours, and then I'd get out of bed and I would be exhausted. I never understood why. So as a rule, consider a caffeine ban after 2 p.m. Long term, they suggest, you know, Sean Stevenson suggests giving up caffeine entirely or only using it when you really need it on those deadlines. And in fact, once you get off caffeine, you know, the potency, your body sort of detoxes, and then it becomes much uh, more potent when you do take it. So strategy number four, you might not have thought about this one, but keep your room chilly. When it's time to sleep, our body's core temperature drops. But if our environment is too hot and our body stays too hot, then again, that counteracts that cooling signal to our body to say, hey, you want to you want to go hibernate now. You want to go sleep now. So ideally, studies say the um, the temperature should be between 60 and 68 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, If you know you can't get your room that cold or if your bed partner likes it a little warmer and hasn't bought off on all this, then one advanced strategy is you can buy a cooling pad so that each side of the bed can be set at a different temperature. Just like they have heating pads, they have cooling pads that you can put under your, um, you know, under, under the sheets of your bed. Final strategy, number five, create a sleep sanctuary. Now, I like this idea, and this chapter was one of my favorites a lot, even though, admittedly, it's the lightest on science. So Sean Stevenson writes, you know, humans are creatures of habit and habitat. And he says that our brain, you know, as we're scanning our environment, we're looking for repeatable patterns or rituals, signals. And if we use our bedroom for watching TV or, you know, sitting up in bed and working or doing hanging out or whatever, then, you know, when we climb into bed, when we go into our bedroom, it's going to send that subconscious signal that, hey, maybe we're not ready for sleep. Maybe we're just going to be hanging out. So ideally, look, the bedroom is used for sleep and for sex. That's pretty much it. And you're going to want to create a sleep sanctuary, a beautiful environment that will calm you down, chill you out, give you a good mood, a good vibe, so you can do one of those two things. I mean, think about it. You know, this is not an uncommon feeling. Like if you're really stressed out, I know I get this. If I'm really stressed out, really busy, one of the first things I've got to do is like clean my desk and clean my office. Even though I shouldn't spend time on it, it's like 
it's driving me crazy. I need my outside environment to look organized. So I'll feel more organized and calm internally. So how do you create a sleep sanctuary? Well, just some ideas. Um, you might consider installing a, a humidifier to keep the air, you know, nice and, and moist. You know, think about like um, like a jungle habitat or something. You're going to want to bring in air purifying plants. You can Google that and you'll see all the plants that will recycle our air and, and um, keep, the, keep the air really fresh. English ivy is a great one. Uh, and again, just having plants everywhere is going to make it look really cool. Um, you might, a lot of people swear by, by scents. And jasmine oil, like put a drop of jasmine oil on your pillows or something like that. Um, you know, a lot of people can really use aromatherapy to calm themselves, to relax before bedtime. The goal is to create this sleep sanctuary. So you walk in and you're instantly feeling peaceful, calm, and relaxed. So too many people are putting their physical and mental health at risk because of poor sleep habits. Get this book called Sleep Smarter by Sean Stevenson. There's 21 specific strategies. I just gave you five, and he's got a 14-day sleep makeover plan that's going to help you to implement all these strategies. Um, remember, you know, we're talking about extreme productivity. If you want to, to achieve more with less stress, every day is game day. And think about professional athletes. What are they doing before game day? They are making sure they're getting a great night's sleep. You should think about that too. So how do you apply it right away? Dare I suggest that you put a little note in your calendar that triggers at 2 p.m. that says, remember, no more coffee, no more sodas. Dare I suggest that when you go home tonight, you have a little chat with your bed partner and say, yo, listen, no more watching TV in bed. No more uh, listening to podcasts, even if Kevin Cruz has an awesome podcast. No more listening to it out loud in the bedroom. You know, no more stomping around when I'm already in bed. No more leaving the nightlight on while you're reading. Bedtime is for two things. So let's get on the same page. And if you really are struggling, back to Amazon.com, buy some earplugs, buy a sleep mask, and that's going to help you to keep a dark, quiet environment. All right. Make sure before you go that you're going to hop over and subscribe to this podcast in iTunes or Stitcher because I don't want you to miss a single episode. And if you've got a question for me, I will definitely answer it. Definitely an email and possibly on the air or just say hi. Send me an email. I'm at Kevin at KevinCruz.com. Until next week, remember, master your minutes to master your life. Hey, if you like this podcast, you're going to love the LeadX Academy at leadx.org. If you didn't know, LeadX is actually my company and we have dozens of video-based courses that are designed to help you to achieve your full potential. And I personally teach you courses via video like how to cure procrastination, how to stop time thieves, how to cut your email inbox traffic in half, how to get to inbox zero with the 4D habit, how to minimize your meeting time, and how to maximize your focus and energy and so much more. And every month we're adding new courses, new webinars, and new resources. You could check it all out, no cost. There's a free trial at leadx.org.
Until next week, remember, we all have the same 1,440 minutes a day. Master your minutes to master your life.